everyone. My name is Jack and you're listening to the Dev90X podcast. It is the end of day 14 and that marks the end of the second week of development on my project. Uh, things are coming along pretty well, I think. My initial goal was to <laughs> be ambitious and to get something, get something out there that I could potentially show people after just seven days and obviously that didn't happen but I did make a lot of progress on the AI and computer vision side of things and now I'm getting stuck into what will be my first test run for deploying the prototype uh, which will be on iOS and iPhone only unfortunately and the reason for that is because the computer vision model that I've trained is trained in Apple's proprietary create ML framework and it delivers a core ML file which can only run in the Apple ecosystem and as far as I'm aware I cannot change it into a tensorflow.js file to run on the web um, I'm sure in the future that will be possible but right now I'm just rolling with this to get my prototype out there as soon as possible top tip for today I actually really like this one so my top tip for today is to get the question marks painfully lodged in your brain before spending time on education materials and what I mean when I say education materials is tutorial I, I've done this before where I'll just jump into tutorials because it feels like the easiest most accessible thing to do and you kind of uh, in a way, it's really easy to get stuck in tutorial hell, so it's called, where you're just doing tutorial after tutorial because it's easy and it's, and it's there and it's, it's accessible and the YouTube algorithm will just keep recommending you more and more and more tutorials, uh, but not actually really learning things deeply. And I've found that you really learn things deeply when you've got a lot of painful question marks in your mind. This one came about because I'm learning Bahasa Indonesian at the moment and when I'm reading a book, I'm reading Harry Potter in Bahasa and when I'm reading, there's a lot of words that I don't understand and the words that keep coming up again and again and again and I again and again and again, I don't understand them, they get lodged in my mind as painful question marks uh, because... I've seen them so many times and I've wondered about them so many times and it's just it becomes painful and, and uncomfortable to not know what they mean. And then when you start hitting the books, when I, when I say books, I, I mean tutorials or education materials and you learn what, what that thing is or an explanation for what that thing is comes up, it, it clicks straight away and it clicks hard and it clicks fast. Because it's like, ah, here's the answer to that pain that I was having. And rather than just seeing it and having no anchor to it, uh, if you just start on the tutorial bandwagon, then, um, yeah, it's just much more effective to, to, to dive into the hard stuff, to dive into the thick of it first and just load up a whole bunch of painful question marks. Then you go to the tutorials and you get your questions answered and... The, the knowledge just clicks and it sticks. Um, so that's my 
that's my top tip for today. Don't wait. Um, don't <laughs> don't paddle around in the kiddies pool of tutorials uh, before having a go at swimming in the deep end. Yeah. Um, so onto the progress report. It's only been one day again, <laughs> um, but now I've got a bit of a strategy going for this next leg of the journey. So I've trained my AI computer vision model now and it works good enough. It still struggles with a few different things. Like it still struggles with shoulder stands and plow pose. And you know, it thinks forward fold means that you're about to go into a handstand when if you look at someone doing forward fold, you, you can clearly see like, oh, they're just doing forward fold. Um, so it can, it can use some refinement. I could use a lot of refinement, but it's good enough right now to, to play with it in an app using a real camera stream, using a real video feed and to start getting a little bit of feedback on the user experience from this point of view. Uh, I need to get to that point as quickly as possible. That's the most important point for me to get to, to understand, um, what the draw drawbacks would be of of the entire user experience and if this is even a viable app in the end uh, i don't know until i have a go at it and i get it into the hands of the users <clears throat> so my strategy is to get my sample app or my prototype up and running as soon as possible and the way that i plan to do that is to scour GitHub for as many different demo apps or sample apps or boilerplate code for iOS apps that I can um, that will cover all of the basic features collectively that I want to put into my prototype. I'll download all of those project files and folders and I'll get them up and running in Xcode and I will build the projects so that they are running on the emulator. Then I'll look at, look at the code and find the bits and pieces of code that relate to the features that I'm interested in. For example, code that can load up the camera app, um, code that can request the vision API, code that can request or send uh, data to, to, my, to my handstand vision model, um, all of those things. That, that last one doesn't exist yet, but it's basically just a pose detection um, API. So, so there's all I need is another example computer vision app that can do pose detection, of which Apple has one from their WWDC demo on their computer vision. So I actually already have that one, which is great because that's the hardest part. And then finally, my strategy is to to get the basic prototype up and running and only learn what I need to learn to do that and to not waste time on tutorials. It's so easy at this point, and I've been in this point before where I'm like, ah, oh, massive learning curve, don't know what to do, don't know how to do anything, I need to spend some time hitting the books on the tutorials. And the reality is that I don't need to do that. The reality is that what I need to do is to just jump jump in, just dive into the deep end and just be confused for a while. Um, because that confusion, having that confusion before doing the tutorials 
will help me learn faster, as I was saying with my top tip. So um, that's where I'm at. Yesterday, I <laughs> am already, I'm already in the thick of it. Um, the code, the sample code that I've tried to get from GitHub failed to build, and pretty much everything failed to build except one watch app, a Reddit, I, uh, a Reddit watch app. Uh, so I got one thing to build without having to do anything, which was cool, but it was a watch app. Um, everything else failed. So I, I've tried to build like six different projects now. And I, ironically, even, the, uh, even Apple's demo straight from Apple's developer tutorial, that also failed to build. So I'm not sure, I'm not sure what to do with that because the errors that are, that are being thrown uh, are out of my scope of experience to, to fix right now. Uh, it doesn't seem like something very simple. <clears throat> so I'm just trying to find more projects on GitHub that will build without errors and this seems to be a challenge. And once again, the temptation to jump on the tutorial train is real. <laughs> I did spend some time watching a video about Swift as I'll be building with Swift and I'm pretty happy so far with what I've seen with Swift. It seems like um, it seems like a much higher level language than Objective-C. I have some experience programming in C from uh, the Harvard CS50 course that I did last year. They get you to do all the assignments in C, which is a really low level language because they want to explain and teach you about different programming concepts using that different low level computer science-y kind of programming concepts. And um, Objective-C is kind of a little bit like C. It, it uses, you know, it has pointers. Um, I think you do have to do a little bit of uh, data management, space management, um, those kinds of things. Whereas, a, whereas Swift seems a little bit more like JavaScript, which is nice. Um, you know, it has variable declarations, var and let, although let is more like const in JavaScript and in Swift let, yeah, let is a constant declaration. But then you also have type declaration, which is different to JavaScript, but I think you have that in TypeScript. However, I don't have an exp any experience yet with TypeScript. But yeah, you, you can declare the type of variable it is. So if it's an integer, you can declare that. If it's a floating point, you can declare that. If it's a string, you can declare that. Um, and you can tell it which type of variable you are declaring, which is nice. Um, it has this kind of arrow function, although I think it's working differently. I just saw it in the code. Um, and it has easy library imports. So that's the, that's the nice thing about Xcode is that you don't have to do like this whole, you know, webpack package bundling thing in order to use, uh, the import statement. It just works out of the box with Xcode and all of your frameworks and libraries for the Apple hardware and software APIs are baked into Xcode. It's all there and it just kind of works out of the box. So that's really nice. But the kind of a not nice thing is that Swift is a compiled language and you have to build the project every time you want to test out the changes to your code. Whereas JavaScript will just work straight away in the browser. You don't have to build and compile, 
compile the project every time you want to test it out. So that's kind of a drawdown, but I think that's why Apple built this thing called Playgrounds, which is a different kind of environment that does what looks to be like continuous compiling of your code as you type. And so you get like a real time feedback on testing out code, testing out different ideas and question mark. Maybe you can even just build your entire app in Playgrounds as well as building it in Xcode. I don't know, but maybe that's something you could do. Um, I think one of the reasons a lot of the projects failed to build is that they have, they have missing files. Actually, not I think, I know. I've seen the error code <laughs> and I didn't understand it. I was like, why would, the, why would the project have missing files? But it's because I didn't know about this thing called pods, which is like your dependency files when you're working on a project that are third-party libraries, uh, which is super common in, in a web project. You have like loads and loads of dependencies that you need to install using NPM or Yarn. And with Xcode, it's pods. So it's kind of the same thing. You just have to run the, the install command for pods and it will hopefully download those files and put them in the right folders in the project directory. And then the app will have everything that it needs to build without errors. Although I tried that already and <laughs> I'm already having more errors with getting pods to run. So it looks like I've got a lot of work ahead of me in figuring out what I'm doing wrong. But that's okay. That's that always happens. So that's the project life update. Uh, I had my second session with my personal trainer on Wednesday, and we trained legs, and it killed me. It was like three normal leg workouts for me in one workout, and it's Friday now, and I'm I'm still so sore from that workout. Um, so yeah, working out with the personal trainer is definitely next level and I actually bought 27 sessions with this guy. Um, so I'm going to be working out a lot harder, a lot more often. Uh, and I am going to take another day off on, on Sunday. And so I'll still podcast, but I'll, I'll try to find something else that I can talk about, um, relating to developing a project such as this. Hopefully I can get stuck on something really, really hard right before my day off so that I have all day to think about it. But that's it for today. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you want to check out my Instagram, it's at Jack Cotton Brown. It's my full name. Uh, or if you want to jump in the chat for the show, you can go to dev90x.com and there will be a link to the Telegram group. Uh, so check that out. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.